This is the First Security Financial Show with David Compton from First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, David provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is David Compton to help you find out how to be secured financially. Good morning, everyone. I'm David Compton. He's John Compton. Good morning. Welcome to the First Security Financial Show. Glad you can tune in. Uh, another weekend, South Louisiana, in the middle of the fall. Another big football weekend. Big today, man. I can't wait. <laughs> Last weekend was, wait. was good with, with the Saints, but, I mean, that's what they've been talking about all week. Not only is the college level ca- <clears throat> catching the notoriety, but the Saints are playing – the number one team in the NFC, the NFC, uh, in the NFC, the Rams, and then they're not too far behind them. And their Saints are favored by one and a half points. Really, I didn't see that. Yeah. Well, is LSU favored? <laughs> I don't think so. But I, if you're a betting man, I take the points. I don't. Yeah. I don't see. I don't know. I, I could be. Uh, I don't see. These are the games that Ogeron has his team prepared for. You hope. If these guys not prepare for this type the, of level, that's of why. Game, right. Man, just, no, but the motivation is there. The, yeah. The, I mean, they're gonna. It's gonna be wide open. Alabama knows the end for a. Because uh, they a, haven't a played brawl. anybody like this all year. And I, I think that's gonna go well for better for LSU, if if the fourth quarter when everybody's holding up their fourth quarter, if the score is close, Alabama's gonna be. That, that I, I give the edge to LSU at that point. And especially if they got a lead, yeah, you get you get LSU in the fourth quarter and they're in striking distance one way or the other because Alabama hadn't played anybody into the fourth quarter. These boys haven't played f- four quarters of football as a football team, so I, I think that serves LSU well. So yeah, that you know I'm can't wait. Going to be a good weekend. I'm looking forward to it as well. So now we know. In the South, we all like our football. We talking about that all the time, but boy, we like the markets to go up too, don't we? And now, what we see, we've had a week or two here where the markets were down. Now, what do we see? We see we see this week where the markets have been back up again. So you you kind of giving those it's waffling back and forth. So the reality of that is the markets are volatile. <clears throat> we've seen it before. There's, there's factors. We can talk all day long about what we think is driving the markets down when it was. It was Could it have been just the interest rates? It Could it have been the, uh, the tariffs on trade that's impacting people? Uh, you know, is the – but at the same time, we see the economy still moving strong. You know, the housing market is still pretty good. They're building houses everywhere. I mean, I, you drive along Interstate 12 and uh, in St. Tammany Parish, even Tangible Parish, they're developing new subdivisions, and it's like, man, they, where's this money coming from? They're building this lot, a lot of stuff going on as well. And these houses that they're building, they're they're not your little, yeah, you know, twelve hundred square foot homes. We talking two, three hundred thousand dollar homes. So somebody's got to be making, you know, have to have a good job, making a good salary. 
income to pay for that kind of stuff. I agree. Now, the one thing that caught my attention this week, and maybe our listeners, so can 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 um, this this message might resonate with you and your thought process. We get worried when we see the market start adjusting, especially we're on a what? Right at a ten year uh, bull market. So it's got you like, okay, I know at some point there's got to be something. The only question is when, you know, do I. And and what triggers it? Yeah. Or am I going to continue to get greedy? And we don't know how bad it's going to be. So that's where a lot of people have themselves in. It's it's almost like between a rock and a hard spot. So what, what do you do? What should I do? And a lot of it really depends at what stage in the retirement process you are or what stage in your work process you are. You know, I, I, I've talked to people over the past several weeks and this converse has been really the focus of a lot of our conversation. And I'm talking to people that are 58, 59 and 60. And the thing that, that resonates with them is that I told them when this happened 10 years ago in 08, you were only 48, 49, or 50 and you looked at it as well yeah i might be down 40 percent, but it's not a big deal right now why because you had more than enough ample time for it to come back and it has what's changed now you're 58 59 and 60 it's a different ball game now the thought of it recovering and going into another bull market like that is not so appealing to you because you're thinking, you know what? I may retire in five years, and what if it's not back? And that's that's yeah. the whole legitimate, and that's really the difference. But I think what I want to focus on today was was something I read, an article I read. Um, and many of us, you can Google uh, this article. I didn't even write down. My printer was messed up. I was going to print it out. Uh, my, my ink was out, and I didn't have any to replace it. But it was talking about how GM is offering buyouts to 18,000 employees. That's a lot of people. That's actually probably a little better than a third of their workforce. That means they're offering retirement packages to for even people with as little as 10 years with the company. So if you're one of those long tenured clients you've you're in your upper 50s you're probably looking at this real hard what they're trying to tell you is we're going we're trying to avoid layoffs and who's going to get who's going to catch the axe first if you don't take them is the ones that's 58 59 60 has been there the longest that's making the most, most money, money. Yeah. that has the 401ks the pension that would allow them to retire anyway. Because what they're telling you is, you know, you really you could really retire, and the 30- and 40-year-old, we can keep them working. And that's what they're saying. But here, I, I want to look at this from two different perspectives. Now, is GM in trouble? Are they having a lot of problems? No. Their third quarter, they had $2.5 billion in profits. They're running like a fine-tuned engine right now. Um, but here was what they said. Uh, they want to continue to reduce costs while the company and the economy are strong. Hmm. Don't think we've heard anything like that before. Most companies, when they're making money and things are going good, they look into, okay, maybe we can expand now 
and make more money. But here's the thing. The article went on to say the auto industry faces looming troubles such as slowing sales in the U.S. and China and higher steel and aluminum prices due to U.S. tariffs. So really, what is this telling us right here? That GM learned their lesson from 08 and 09. What happened in 08 and 09? First, the U.S. government gave them billions at virtually no interest rate. And then what did they do? They allowed them to file bankruptcy on the bondholders. So if you were a person holding GM debt, you walked away with maybe pennies on the dollar, maybe nothing. That was a bad deal. And then, and then have the taxpayers give them a bunch of money. They got a sweet deal there that they should have never got. But the whole point here, that's a whole different issue in itself. The whole deal here is they've learned from their mistakes. So we can look at this from two perspectives. As somebody, maybe you don't work for GM, but you're in your upper 50s, maybe early 60s, and you want to retire in three, five, seven years, maybe 10. Do you think you can learn from what GM is doing here? See, they're not waiting for the markets to go down. They're not waiting for car sales to cut in half to go, uh-oh, we need to do something about it. Maybe, maybe we can start laying off some now. No, they're taking a proactive approach now. And instead of having to lay off younger employees that are going to be there longer, they're giving the older employees the opportunity to say, hey, maybe this is the time that I walk away with a good sweet package too. So the question is, if you, and I want to take this from two different standpoints. One is how can we compare this to our own retirement? Because here we are, as we were talking earlier, we're at the end of a bull market. We're at the, um, you know, the the markets are high and your time frame for working are low. Are there some things that you can take proactively? We know you can. And I forgot to give the number to start off with, 1-800-858-3029. That's 1-800-858-3029. And really go to the website, firstsecuritynfinancialwealthmanager.com. Spell out the word first kick the tires there's so many tools that we have available there for you to help you make good decisions because you know what i i think what we're seeing with gm may may just be the beginning of a lot of big companies that have taken advantage of the economy for the past bunch of uh, number of years they've made a lot of money but they also didn't forget the pain they felt in 08 and 09 right. and how it impacted them. But this is a good thing for the employee. Instead of getting laid off, you're getting a package. Mm-hmm. You're getting some money up front. And it, and you're at the age where you probably can start drawing your pension. You got your 401k. So to me, they're doing the right thing for a change instead of waiting, like you said, till the, the bottom falls out. And then just realize they waited yeah and realize they waited too long and then just lay right. everybody off while they got the cash they actually had the opportunity to, to uh to let people retire right and to where you don't feel like you got the shaft you worked for them for for right. you know 30 years and you man this is what i get i get a layoff i get a right you know i get a pink slip no they give they're giving you an opportunity to walk away uh, uh with your pride intact you might say and well i mean i think that's the right thing to do for any company if you you got some law you know, 
employees. Oh, I agree. You know? I agree with that wholeheartedly. So what we're going to do, we're going to come back, and I want to take it from, from both approaches, how we can learn from their what they've done and be proactive in our retirement planning, and then also what options are available for those employees that decision they have to make. And maybe if you're faced with that decision, because it's, you know what, it's it's not unlikely that other companies won't do some of the similar things as well. So what if you find yourself in that position? Will you be able to, or will you go into panic mode, or, or can you somewhat prepare yourself for it? Uh, we're going to talk more about that. We'd like you to continue to tune in or just give us a call. We can talk more about it. Uh, not a call into the show today, but a call into our office, 1-800-858-3029. 1-800-858-3029. We're going to head to our first break. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back, everyone. I'm David Compton. He's John Compton. We've been talking about the market what's been going on, the uneasiness in the market that we might feel when we see it bouncing all over the place. Is this a sign of something else? We just don't know. But I think we were talking in the first segment. One thing that I want, I like to uh, look at is the fact that we saw GM just this past week say, Hey, we're going to offer retirement packages to 18,000 people. They've got a, a workforce of 50,000 in the United States. So that that's a little that's over a third of your workforce that you're laying off. So now what good can we come out of that was well, it's, it's not good for those employees, you might say, or it could be good for them depending on the circumstances. But here's the thing that I think that that caught my attention. The third quarter GM just had they had they they had a profit of 2.5 billion. I mean, we, that's, that's not chump good. change. No. That's good good profit um but also the article went on to say that the auto industry faces some troubles the slower sales in the u.s and and in china higher steel and aluminum prices because of the tariffs so what it's telling me is that gm has learned from their mistakes from last year they're not waiting for the bottom to drop out before they take any action they're 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 lining their ducks up now while they still have some money in the bank. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They got $2.5 billion. They're willing to use some of that money to give good severance packages to those. And really, it's it, it, it even talked about employees with as little as 10 years. I can't see those employees necessarily benefiting that much. But the guys and the gals that's been there for 25, 30 years, this might be their best opportunity to walk away. And it actually helps the company because if – uh, if if we we dip back down into another little recession and car sales slow down, the profit margins are going to go down. They wind up laying off a bunch of people anyway. They're taking and a then pro- you won't get to seven. That's seconds. it. And so now you're taking a proactive approach. So let's flip on that. So we got GM over here. What about you in your own retirement life? Okay, you weathered oh eight and oh nine just as GM did, but now you're ten years older. So maybe you were 48, 49, 47, whatever. Now you're 58, 59, 57, maybe 60, 61. Now you're thinking, "Uh uh-oh, I'm at a different point in my life now. I don't have that many years ahead of me that I can recover, that I can make this work. So what do I do? GM took a proactive approach. 
they looked at taking an early retirement. So you can say, well, I'm really not interested or I can't afford, uh, you know, I'm not in a position to take an early retirement. Okay, then what's my other plan? My other plan is how about protecting your portfolio so you, you're not adversely harmed like you were in 08 and 09, but how about start planning your processes now for retirement? you say, but well, I'm, I'm going to work another three to five years. That's why you need to get your ducks in a row now. GM is getting their ducks in a row now because they recognize sales are going to slump and they're going to slow down. And what's ultimately going to happen is, is they feel like if they get all the things they need in place, they can weather that storm. And then when the market comes back up, and in their case, when sales do come back up after they slump, they'll be in a much better position to weather it. They'll be able to handle it. Why? Because if they've laid off a third of their workforce or, or the let a, 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 even a fourth of it retire, that's probably hundreds of millions of dollars in wages each year that they won't have to pay. Benefits. So the whole yeah, thing. Maybe even billions. Yeah. There. So you're talking about a lot of money. So the whole, so what can we do? The first step, as you've heard us talk about on this show all the time, and by the way, write this number down so when you get a chance, you can give us a call, 1-800-858-3029. That's 1-800-858-3029. It's not a call into the show, but it's a call in to talk to us about helping you set up a plan that will help you weather the next downturn in the market and won't disrupt your ability to be able to retire when you want to retire under your own terms. And if you don't plan for that, you very well could get blindsided. And you're saying, oh, the markets are back up. Everything's fine. It's not going to stay like this forever. Companies recognize that. We got to learn that we can learn from our past mistakes. And even though the market going down in 08 and 09 wasn't a mistake on your part, but if you were 48, 49, you didn't do anything, you didn't really change anything, you stayed invested and it came back. The difference is it's all about the timing now. So if you're about to retire, you're going to retire in three to seven years. This could have a, a, a detrimental effect on your ability to be able to retire under your terms if you don't change things, if you don't position yourself differently. And, and if your 401k has a million dollars in it, 700000 in it, 600000 and you think you you okay? Because I see that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good. Even if the market comes down, I'm going to be good. Think about it. You got a million dollars. You lose 50%. Now you retire and you got five hundred thousand. You don't you don't feel as as secure. You shouldn't because right. you right now you have the opportunity to fix the problem you're going to have in the near future if you don't do something. You see, you have a company like GM. They've learned by their mistake their mistakes. They're looking ahead. They know if a big corporation is planning something like this, do you think they just doing it because, well, you know, maybe we need to do that? No, they, they, they're looking at the numbers. They're looking at things that the average person is not looking at, like me and you, that we don't even know. And they also recognize we've been on a 10-year bull run, and it, they do not last forever. They're just done. And the economy cycles. We don't all need new cars all the time. You know? But I'm glad a, a company like this is taking the initiative instead of not doing what they should have done the first time, and the the American people paid the price for that. Yeah. Well, and not only that, you to me, you're, you're sending a strong signal to your employees that hey, we 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 do care about you. 
because we're offering you a severance package versus a pink slip and you don't get anything. We have to do this to sustain the company. Yeah, because guess what happens? The market comes back up. Maybe the how, uh, the car market go dips down and it's down for a year or two, and it comes back up. They that, may hire some of these people back. They could, yeah, they the may, younger ones, right? You yeah. you may want that ability to uh, to do that, and you want people to to look at uh, working for your company as a uh, as something as like a lifetime job, not just uh oh, am I going to be the next one in line to get laid off? And now you're you know, even though these are good paying jobs, so. But the whole thing is, okay, so you don't work for GM, but you're in a position that if the market tanks, what can you do? Well, I don't believe you, you, you run for the exits either. I don't think you pull all your money out of the market. That's not what I'm saying. So what we're talking about is positioning yourself that you allow a major correction in the market to impact your ability to retire. See, that's what you want. So so what do you do? Because, well, for most clients we sit down with right now that have been in 401ks and they've been investing it themselves, um, generally right now your risk is much higher than it probably should be. Most people it is. Uh, do you have a, the ability in your 401k to go in and find out what your risk tolerance Okay, so how are you invested? Are you 70% in equities, 30% in bonds and other alternative safer investments, cash, whatever, combination of cash and bonds? We're seeing people 80-20, 80% equities, 20%. Those are huge numbers. Those are the ones that get hit the hardest. So what we try to do is when we do a risk tolerance, the majority of people are, are balanced investors, 50-50. Not all, but most. So what does 50-50 mean? That you would have 50% in equities, 50% in either cash or bonds or something safe. Now, what we recommend to clients that, that are anywhere from 2 to 7 to 10 years from retirement is that other 50% of bonds, because bonds haven't been paying anything for several years now, anything to write home about, we utilize this safe money by using fixed indexed annuities, okay? And what we're doing is, we've, you know, we're not talking a whole lot about Social Security today, but we're, we're, we're making the assumption we've already looked at the Social Security for you. We know what your numbers are there. Then what we do is we can take maybe up to 50% of your portfolio and position it for income purposes only. Okay. So now guess what we just took care of. You know, if you retire, what your social security will be, and you know what your income off of the fixed indexed annuities that are going to give you sustainable lifetime income streams. So guess what happens if the market tanks, we're not impacting what you're getting from Social Security and the income stream. It doesn't change. It's just like while you're working. As long as the paycheck comes in, the market's up or down, you're not affected. We're trying to duplicate, to replicate that same thing. It's exactly what we'll be able to do for you. If you want to see what that looks like or how you can benefit from that type of planning, give us a call, 1-800-858-3029. That's 1-800-858-3029. We're going to head to our second break. Uh, we're going to be right back. 
All right, everyone, welcome back. Uh, we're back on our third segment uh, for this hour, and we're talking about retirement. We've been talking about how it's important right now because of uncertainty in the markets. They're all over the place. You don't want to instill uncertainty in your ability to be able to retire. And we just, I, I just, when I saw that this uh, past week about GM laying off 18,000 workers and give, not laying them off, excuse me, let me rephrase that, giving them a severance package or the ability to retire. So they're asking for people who want to retire, hey, if you want to take advantage of it, we, we need to start doing something now because what they foresee is that the auto industry, their sales are going to go slump. They recognize it. They're taking a proactive approach. We've been talking about our listeners, how you can take a proactive approach by insulating yourself from the impact of a 30, 40, 50% drop in the market. I'm not saying you're going to totally eliminate it, but you, we, you can insulate yourself so the effects of it are not going to allow you to not be able to retire when you want to. Simple as that. There's a number of different ways you can approach it. Now, the other way I want to look at is, what if you were one of those that were offered a buyout, whether it's from GM or your company that you're working for? What would you do? Would you have the ability to retire? Well, you need to look at your situation. Doesn't it make more sense now to start having that type of conversation? Uh, because really, if you if you have plans of working, say, to 65, 66, there's generally two things for most people that disrupt that. Either your health or your company downsizes and lays off or do, does something like GM's doing. One of those two things. So the question is, doesn't it make more sense as you get older, you're in the higher wage earning years, to maybe keep an eye on that? as well. And if you think it's something that makes sense, I want you to write this number down. We're going to come back to it as well. 1-800-858-3029. 1-800-858-3029. It's not a call into the show, but it is a call in to talk to myself or John about these uh, strategies that we u- utilize for retirement, how we can help you to be better prepared if the unexpected happens. At least know where you're at, whether it's feasible or not because for a lot of people is what's going to be the determining factor if you take the buyout okay so what if they give you a severance package and let's say on the high end you get the next year's wages salary well that's good not if you're 40 years old Right. You're going to start looking for a job immediately. That's exactly right and I'm thinking if, if you're 40 you probably have a much better chance of weathering the storm and not getting laid off if if you have some uh, seniority there. But if you're 56, 58, 60, you probably need to be looking at the exit sign a little bit closer than the other guys are or gals. But you need to understand, are you in a position to do it? So would you take the buyout? You know, GM has a pension. Does your company have a pension? What kind of money do you have your 401k? All of these things. Do you even know what your social security numbers would be? See, would that early retirement prompt you to go take social security at 62 when you know you probably should go much higher than that? 
So all of those factors come into play. What would you do? Doesn't it make more sense to, to be armed with that knowledge and information? This is why for our clients that come in, we prepare a Social Security maximization report for everyone, everyone that's not already drawn Social Security. And we give you the actual numbers to show you why these ages are the best times for you to draw. And it doesn't mean everybody goes to 70. That, that's that's the furthest thing from the uh, from reality. But it does give you the best ideas how to maximize, how to uh, optimize Social Security based upon life expectancies, but also factoring in spousal benefits, survivor benefits, all of these other things. And what happens if you one spouse worked for the state or or the uh, or for the federal government? Um, Corps of Engineers, let's say. There's a lot, I run into a lot of Corps of Engineer workers here. Uh, so if you didn't pay into Social Security, can you draw a spousal benefit? How many years did you, or if you paid into Social Security and you've got both, do you know how you're going to be impacted? So you need to make understand those decisions before you just go up and start pulling the trigger on things. Well, I'm going to start taking Social Security here and have no idea how it's going to impact your um, your pension or how the Social Security is going to be impacted by your pension with the, the state or the federal government. Those are things that people need to understand that the average person, there's not just anywhere you can just go and ask per se. So this is part of what we help clients to understand. And also uh, what goes along with that is even if your company or you don't feel like you're going to get laid off and you're still working, but you have previous 401ks, IRAs, you still need to sit down and plan. Those accounts are sitting there doing nothing. Right. Why expose them in, in a lot of cases to the market risk? Right. One of the first things that we recommend to clients, and, you know, I, I have people tell me, yeah, but I, I, I have a plan. My advisor has me in a good mixture of, okay, so he's got you mixed 60-40 maybe. Maybe you're 50-50, stocks and equities, okay? The green money, do you have a plan in place to generate income when you retire. And see, a lot of advisors don't put an income plan together for, for their clients. They just have that pot of money and say, hey, we're going to start pulling 4%. If the market tanks, we'll take it off the bonds. And what you're doing is you deplete that money down, and there's no way to replace it. And I've had clients that tell me that well we we have a hundred thousand in cash over here. So if I if I want to go to retire and the market's down, we're going to draw down that hundred thousand. Well, how, how long are you going to, do you think that's going to last you? What if you're too young to draw Social Security? That hundred thousand not going to last long at all if you're living off of it. Well, if the market goes down and it takes five, six, seven years to come back, well, the hundred thousand would be in cash. Well, but but if you're drawing right. off of that, well, that's what know, I'm saying. Sometimes, man, that may that'll run out way before that that that's exactly market right. comes back. So, what do you do? Do you have a, a a plan? And we're not saying that everybody should have a a plan in place out of fear of being laid off. But no, as you get older, you need to look at okay, uh, how safe. I, I we I had a lady come in last week. Uh, I talked to her a couple times. She attended some of our uh, social security seminars and all of a sudden, you know, she's saying, I started noticing, thinking that something's not right. And she goes, I knew I should have, she, she was 
she set an appointment and then she waffled back and forth and then she called me back and what it amounts to is she's going to be laid off by the end of the year. She's got some more options. She's 67 years old, was going to continue to work to 70. Uh, has no debt. Has modest income needs, I'll say. Moderate, not real high. So we recognize the plan with Social Security maximization report. I'm telling you, you might want to go to 70, maybe 69. It, because what was going to happen is if she waited that long, the amount on Social Security alone was going to be enough to pay all her bills. And she did okay saving and investing in her and save you know four hundred one k and stuff. She probably had another uh, three to four hundred that we could utilize for an income plan and then long term growth. It's all about how you position. So once you look at those numbers, plus there was a small pension for her. So once you look at those numbers, you begin to see okay, well I'm, I'm going to be okay. So, and that's all I was trying to help her to see that there were going to be okay. We would like the opportunity to be able to show you where you stand. And this is the thing that most people want. They want to know, how do I stack up? Can I retire? Would I be able to retire? You're only going to know by writing this number down and calling, setting up a time to sit down with us. 1-800-858-3029. That's 1-800-858-3029. And feel free to go to our website, First Security Financial Wealth Manager.com. Spell out the word first. We have podcasts where you can list the previous shows. If you thought you heard something and you wanted to go back and rehear it, feel free to do that as well. And then there's the Social Security reports, the, the Compass reports, uh, all these other reports that help you to see where you will be when you retire, if you want to retire on your own terms. It's all about a plan. 1 800 858-3029. That's 1-800-858-3029. We are going to head to our third break. Third last break. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. I'm David. He's John. And we've been talking retirement. We've been talking about GM and the moves that they've made, even though a lot of people may not see them as a positive. Uh, we are seeing the fact that they take in steps, I think, is a good thing. Um, and so the whole point we're trying to do here is get our listeners to recognize, Hey, maybe I need to at least know my numbers or if I'll have the ability, take some preparation to where you don't dic the markets don't dictate when and if you retire. It's just, it's just as simple as that. It takes preparation. I'd rather take steps along the way than to wait a month before I retire to determine whether I even retire or not. Right. And, if you know, as we talk about it, if it makes sense to you, I want you to write this number down. Hold on to the number. If you can't call us today, that's fine. 1-800-858-3029. 1-800-858-3029. It's not a call into the show. It is a call in to talk to myself or John at, at a convenient time for you. Sit down with us and let us show you how we can utilize our strategies to help you uh, better progressively prepare for retirement as well. You know, retirement generally, and, and some of these, and I, I guess really the focus of this with GM is that sometimes we don't control in that instance. You know, we talk, I, I mentioned about not wanting the markets to dictate, but there's the other two factors that determine that a lot of times is 
if the company downsizes and lays off or if you have health issues that force you to say, you know what, I can't, I can't continue to work. Either one of those things are not always within your control. And so the best thing to do is, is have a me- measure of preparedness in place to say, okay, how am I going to be impacted? So if your company offers you a payout, a package, what if you don't have a pension and you're too young to draw Social Security? You're probably going to work somewhere unless you got a bunch of money that you can maybe live off. And it depends on your age. If you're 58, that's a reach, even if you got a million dollars. A lot of people think a million dollars, oh, man, I, I would have retired a long time ago. I'm not. I'm not, done. I got a million dollars now. Not if you don't if you want to live on thirty forty thousand dollars a year, by market estimates. Meaning, if you take a four percent withdrawal, even though the new um, Morning Morningstar report says the four percent, the new four percent is two point eight. So if you took off anywhere from thirty to forty thousand, who can live on that? I don't care if you have no debt. It insurance, insurance, insurance taxes, taxes uh, all. Uh, Car, I mean, all just normal everyday expenses uh, would would eat all that up. So the reality is you have to have a plan in place that even that you want to know where you're at and have some flexibility built into it that if it doesn't play out exactly like you have it mapped out, what do we need to do at this point? And then another thing we see uh, I've seen numerous times is that clients retire on their own terms only to find out after about six months they're ready to go back to work so what do you do if you've already pulled the trigger on social security what happens if you if you retire at 64 and you draw on social security and then at 65 you say i'm going back to work okay now you know social security if you draw it before your full retirement age and you go back to work they restrict you on how much you make. So what's your plan B? Well, there's some options with that. We can show you how you can actually freeze your Social Security. Don't take it any longer. And then when you hit full retirement age, your full retirement age, what if it's 66 and six months? Then once you hit 66 and six months, everything past that rolls up 8% a year. You start, even though, but it's 8% of what you drew when you first drawn it, not based on your full retirement age amount. And so it can roll back up again. So once again, there's some things in place that our average listener may not be aware of that we can utilize to help you know what your options are as well. Uh, the the, the uh, same lady that had just came in the other day, was, uh, I was mentioning in the last segment, that's 67. She was married for over 10 years. Her husband was a year older than her. He's And they're divorced. She's never remarried. So even though at what we're looking at in that, in her plan was, to, I said, well, we need to get you set up for a spousal benefit with her pension she was still going to be able to draw a little bit off her investments for a couple of years. And then her social security rolls up to age 70 because she's, she was born in 51. She was grandfathered in. So we're looking at that. She goes, I know you said that. So you need to go to social security and get, get his numbers. So we'll know what to do. And I said, you really need to do that. You should have done that at 66. 
because the reality is she could have been drawn letting her for, for a year she right. could have she could have she wasn't drawing it because she was working and the only reason she st- stopped to do something about it is because she was getting laid off at the end of the year so i said yeah but you should have been drawing social security off of him a year ago when you hit your full retirement age no penalty no penalty on it it's just you pay a she little time draw, uh, that's exactly money. right that's exactly right. So that's her first step. But the whole idea is she's got options. Most people don't understand the options that are available that we can utilize as well. And, and I even told, you know, you, because when you start drawing off of ex-spouses, people think that that's wrong, you're doing something wrong. or what, That's what just what the rules of Social Security If you can are. do it, it's not. Then I'm going to give it to you if it's illegal. It's illegal. But, you know, Davis is putting that plan together. You know, second opinions. Get a second opinion. How many clients come in and and the guy or the girl that they're using thinks they have a plan? They really don't have a plan set up because you ask them, see, if the 4% rule is in play and you lose, what's your backup plan? None of them have a backup plan, and and then when they ask, the guy doesn't have a backup plan either. We have a backup plan. We're going to show you if the market goes down, what's going to happen. Yeah, your income is not going to change. You're right, and you you and really you, need to look at this whole thing and get that second opinion. It's it's funny that you mentioned that. I'm uh, I met with a, a guy this week that uh, is contemplating retirement, and he talked to a firm. Uh, they're well known as the firm that hates annuities. We all know right. which one that is, and basically what the information they sent them said was you don't have any input on how they invest the money it's all up to them and they showed the past performance in 08 and 09 he lost they lost over 40 percent and he says i don't know if i like that i said you you already told me that in there it tells you that you have no input into what they do he says i i I don't like that position i said they swing for the fences they're they're all about growing 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 i said but what happens when you have another 40 percent and i'm not saying you can't have some of your money dedicated but our whole philosophy is know your social security numbers let's dedicate a portion of your portfolio whatever you're comfortable with to a lifetime income stream so now your income bucket is taken care of in other words no matter what happens, whether you're on vacation, you're not on vacation, whatever you're doing, the market's up, the market's down, it doesn't matter. I got X amount of dollars coming in each month. I'm and paying my bills. I can do what I want. That's right. The other money is where you want to position for future growth. That's more of your 10-year longer money. Right. The managed money. So you can say if the market's down, and this is why one thing that I mentioned to him was that, hey, but when the market's up, we're also going to have the conversation about, hey, Bob, it's time to take some of the gains off here and we'll put it into your savings account or we put it into cash in the event that you want to make that trip to Europe you wanted, you you wanted to remodel the bathroom or the kitchen or something. We're going to use that money. Why? We're going to take it when the market's high. We're not going to decide to do it when the market. And, and the managed money is down. And, that, right. and I think a lot of people miss out on that. Right. That's why you need to have the second opinion. I'll tell you what happened. I met with a client this, uh, this past week. That second opinion, he came in, 
he said, you know, I got it set up and this, that, and he was telling me all about it. And he was in two variable annuities. He thought his income plan was set up. Well, guess what? It was only single payout house. It was set up for him, but not for her. And he didn't know that. He goes, no. He said, I said, no, let's call the company. We call them single payouts. So he heard it from the horse's mouth. And it's just the way it was. And he's like, that's not what I wanted. I said, but if he, if he wouldn't have came in for that second opinion for us to check what he had and in, in, that he thought he had in place, they would, the wife would have found that out years down the road when he, when he when, passed. Yeah. And, and what happens, unfortunately, with that, it was all she would have got was what money was left in the account if any money was still left, left in, in the account. account. He was guaranteed a lifetime of income. She wasn't. She was guaranteed she, the death benefit, but what's left in the what's left in the death benefit minus withdrawals, that's and right. that's you know that ultimately that one case right there really goes to point and what we talk about all the time. Get a second opinion; it reveals things that you don't know. You think that's important to know whether the wife was going to get any of the income, single or joint payouts? They're thinking they're doing the right thing, and look what right. happens. So you got to write this number down. That's 1-800-858-3029. Feel free to go to the website as well. We encourage you to listen to some of the podcasts. Uh, FirstSecurityFinancialWealthManager.com. Spell out the word first or give us a call. 1-800-858-3029. 1-800-858-3029. It's going to wrap up another show. We'll be back next week. Go Tigers, go Saints. We'll see you next week. And thank you for listening to the First Security Financial Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact David Compton at First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc. Call 800-858-3029 or visit their website at firstsecurityfinancialshow.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc. and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc. makes no representations as to its accuracy or completeness. This commercial shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or investment advisory services to residents of any state other than Louisiana or where otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Louisiana. Insurance products and services are offered through an affiliated company, David Compton, Inc., DBA First Security Financial.